the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I have such a dream in my heart, and that dream is that you would grow in the Lord. And the first part of the show is always a message. And the message that we're going to have today is called When to Worship. This message was given at the church next door. That is our home church, my happy place. It's on the west side of Columbus. And if you are ever anywhere near there, I hope you'll come. Hope you'll come find me and see me. We can pray together. Let's talk together. Grow. I want your faith to be vibrant and exciting and maintained. So we do a little lesson each and every day. And today we're, the theme is when to worship at the church next door. We've been doing, we call it summer camp, but it's just a camp series. And we did three entire messages on worship last week and three more, more messages on worship. So my message was, when do we worship when, and we're going to talk today about, we worship on earth and we're going to worship in heaven one day. I don't know about you, but I have some questions for heaven. And I also, I want to spend my time while we have the time on earth in God's presence and worshiping him. Don't you? I think about all the mamas and the grandmas in my life and they go throughout their day and you'll hear them under their breath going, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And worship is just a part of their everyday part of their being. They're praying, they're singing, they're worshiping, they're They're honoring God, and I want to be like that when I grow up. I don't know about you, but God wants us to worship. So I hope you will listen. Here is a clip from The Church Next Door, the title, When to Worship. Well, we are at summer camp. We're on worship camp. If you want to get all the lessons, all you need to do is scan the QR code on your bulletin. There's going to be 18 weeks worth of teaching in six weeks. And so it's not always me. Earlier it was Doyle. Last night it was Sam and Pastor Doug. We're going to have Joshua Miller. We're going to have a lawn back. You do not want to miss these camps. So if you miss some lessons and you want to catch up, just scan your QR code. And I know you're excited when you saw those pictures or the orphanage. Are you guys excited? It it is really, really coming along. I'm very excited about that. I want you to go with me if you even have an inkling that you want to go. Come to that informational meeting, and we want to get together. I want to take you with me. One of the little girls that changed my heart toward worship, I met in Kenya. And when I met her, she was about seven. Now she's about 11. And I would see her every time I go home. She's one of the leader's children. And her name is Precious. And she is so precious. Precious would follow me around. 
And literally, dance, we dance. When you go to Kenya, you talk about worship. It's worship unplugged. It is incredible. It's a taste of heaven on earth. We dance and we sing. And Precious, she would sit with me and praise and dance through everything. And then one day when I left, after, after probably the second trip when I came home, she told her mom, after she prayed and danced and worshiped in her own home, praying that she could come here to see us and to see me. And she was so convinced that she was coming that the bishop had to sit her down and say, Miss Jennifer's coming back. And I know you want to go, and I know you've danced your heart out and prayed your heart out, but they're coming back. And so I have to get there. I have to go see little Precious, and I want to take you with me because they've taught me how to worship. I learned so much about how to worship God in Kenya. So when are we going to worship? That's my topic today. When do we worship God? Well, when is here on earth? We worship God right here in Columbus, Ohio, right here at the church next door. We worship God on earth. That's when we worship God. It says in Psalm 96, 9, worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. We want to come as we are, perfectly designed, perfectly created. You want to worship God now. You want to worship him here. This is our practice run. This is our practice run for heaven. And you know, he's designed you perfectly. One of the reasons we want to worship God on earth is because he is worthy. He is great, and he is greatly to be praised. He is our father. He's our creator, and we owe him respect. We owe him that honor. We want to take our place, and we want to give him his place. He is above all. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. So when we worship him here on earth, we give him that place. It says in Nehemiah 6, You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all the starry hosts, the earth, and all that is in it, the seas, and all that's in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heavens worship you. Did you know there are one billion trillion observable stars? And in Psalm 139, God says he's named them all. That's just the stars. What about how perfectly designed your body is? You know, your body, if we took your colon and stretched it out, your small intestines would go 15 feet and then your large intestines five feet. Imagine, that's jammed right here inside your body. Did you know that your ears and your nose keep growing <laughs> for your entire life? Oh, that's kind of fun, isn't it? Uh, what about the fact that your little pinky finger has nine muscles in it? Nine muscles. Some say it's 50% of your hand strength, and then some say it's not, but if you lost it, you'd lose 50% of your hand strength. That's just your pinky finger. Your eye has 576 megapixels. I, I, it's fascinating, and we have to take our place. Because he's creator, and we are created, and we were designed. We were designed to worship God on earth and to give him that holy, holy place that he deserves. When are we supposed to worship? The next time that we want to worship is in heaven one day. This is our practice run for heaven, and in heaven, that's what they're doing right now. The angels are bowing, they are singing, and one day we're going to worship in heaven. Look at this verse in Revelation 7, 9. It says, the great multitude in white robes. What are the white robes? 
That's you. That's you're going to be washed by the blood of Jesus, and the white robes are the righteous acts of the saints. That, that's your robe. After this, I looked, and before me there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, every people, and every language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. Every tongue and tribe. I can't wait. When I get to heaven, I'm going to see my Kenyan friends there. Do you realize there are 6,000 languages right now on the earth? Some people say there's 11,000 people groups. Other studies say there are up to 24,000 people groups on the earth. And in heaven one day, someone from every one of those languages and tribes are going to be there. You know, on earth, we worship because we don't always see everything clearly, do we? We don't always understand everything here on earth. It doesn't always make sense to us. So we just have to enter in to that precious place, to that worship place. Because in heaven, when we worship one day, it's, it's going to make sense. We're going to be able to see clearly one day when we're in heaven. So we have something to look forward to. But we want to live a life of worship while we're here on earth. So every tongue and tribe. Every tongue and tribe. I just love that. It reminds me of being at a prison in Kakamega, Kenya. And I was at this women's prison and they didn't have anything to give back to us in the physical realm. But they were so excited that we shared the hope of God with them. They were so excited about the snacks that we brought. We brought them some chairs, some underwear, all these special things. And they were, they were just beyond excited. And so they, before we left, they started to make an imaginary dinner for us. It was the most fascinating experience because they, they pretended to take a chicken and to pluck the feathers they they used their hands and their hand motions and then they fried the chicken they they made food they made rice they put it on an this was all imaginary on an imaginary plate and then they handed us this meal and then they began to dance and to sing and to thank God for us that we had come to visit them in prison it was such a humbling experience because we knew that in their heart, they just wished that they were at a place in their life where they could have actually made that physical meal for us and shared it with us. You know, they were cooks and mamas and grandmas and wow, these women were so beautiful. But the the, the clapping and the dancing and the rhythm and that they would sing and dance in prison, even in prison. And they praised God and they they, they were overflowing with gratitude toward us. I was just blown away. I'll never forget that experience. And I can't wait to get to heaven one day because I know that I'll look around heaven and I'll see my friends from around the world. We're going to see the friends that we've made on earth that land in heaven one day, every tongue and tribe, you know, even out of the mouths of babes, even children praise God, don't they? I, I think about my husband when he was two years old, he was in his crib and every night my mother-in-law would put him in bed and as she put him in bed, she would raise her hands and he would raise his little hands and she would say, let's praise the Lord. 
and she would pray and she would sing and he would pray and he would sing. And then many times she would pray in the spirit. She would pray in the Holy Spirit and she didn't, she just was praying with him as this little baby. And then one day as a little child, my husband raised his arms up and he began to pray in the Holy Spirit. It was such a really neat memory that they have. You know, I think one day we'll understand so many things clearly, won't we, in heaven? Maybe we'll understand all the things the Holy Spirit has taught us, all the all the things that come out of the mouths of babes and children, the sweet, precious little praises. And then from all over the world, all the believers of all, from all over the world, we're going to gather together and we're going to worship God. You know, we have this minuscule, narrow-minded uh, view of where we're at on earth because we don't see it from the bird's eye perspective like God does. He sees this wide, beautiful world. And one day we're all going to kneel and we're going to bow and worship. I can't wait. I love this series. When to worship we're going to worship now on earth we're going to worship in heaven one day well you are listening to simply for women i'm jennifer jackson thanks for joining the show today we have more for you don't stop now more is coming up i have a great testimony in just a few moments while you're on the break do me a favor and go to jennifer-jackson.org that's right jennifer-jackson.org Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.